Pukulba means happy. Word Up, bringing you the diverse languages of Black Australia, one word at a time. Kinagai, Birluin, Walter, Kalang, Badjili, Nalungir, Bambach, Djangye, Injamara, Guram, Mijal, Raypiri, Ngaraguche Nama, Gani Warangung, Munyup, Domaninialka, Wakaniniana, Wordadoia, Mundingi Dangan, Wukuk, Kuayu. Delkup Tiepa Murupuk Tingari Nganyanyari Sean Hello, my name's Sean I'm a Yugambeh linguist Member of the Yugambeh Dungan Balloon Native Title Applicant And a treasurer of the Yugambeh Land Enterprise It's been about 14 years now Since I began my language journey And it all began for me uh, when I was a young boy. My nan and her sisters, my mother and all that, used language and used their bits and pieces. They weren't necessarily fluent, but they always had their particular terms for things, particular words, some little phrases here and there. And when I got to high school, uh, my school took us um, to a uh, careers expo and it was there I was supposed to be looking for, for jobs, but instead I, I found a... Um, a exchange program called Youth for Understanding. And from there, I went over to France. And one of the first things the, the Madame de la Principale asked me to do was um, sit in the English classes and just, yeah, help um, help the English teachers for a first week or two. And that was when I really, uh, really realized I love, not just like the language, but little things like um, at the end of, at the start of every lesson, they'd ask me to, um, you know, introduce myself. Like say hello, my name is, and they'd say, "Can you spell your name?" And it'd be interesting because in French, uh, the letter um, E is pronounced U, and the letter I is called E. So I have a last name Davies, which is I and E next to each other, and all the English teachers just loved having all the French kids listen to me spell my own last name. And it was there I realised, you know, all these little nuances, like in one of the classes that was all about tea and the British culture around sitting down for a cup of tea and practising a conversation and things like, I'll put the kettle on and would you like a cup of tea? And it was all of that. I come back to Australia and I'm, I'm obsessed with languages. And while I was over there, I, I realised that, you know, French and German and Spanish, they're all these main big languages that are spoken in the capital cities. But outside of those capital cities are lots of smaller languages uh, like uh, Galatian and Gaelic and things like that. And I mentioned to my, my nan and her sister at the time, you know, I want to go and help um, help people with lingo. And I was talking about Europe and my nan and her sister turned around and said, well, what about our lingo? And that was when I really realised that we had this language, that we had all these words that we had phrases that there was there was a grammar there was a separate language that wasn't English and that was kind of what set me on that journey that exchange was um uh, 16 I was I'm uh, turned 30 on the 24th of February this year uh, so that was um, 14 years ago for me and I've been uh, pretty much employed in language for the past nine years now and yeah that's the that's the beginning of my journey and kind of realizing that I loved language, but I could help my own family's language. So in uh, two days time, it's um, 
going to be uh, my mother's birthday and uh, I recently lost her um, just back in December. So this word I really wanted to talk about uh, was Waijang, which is uh, the Yugambe word for mother. But uh, it's not just mother, it's also uh, your mother's sisters. It's also your mother's mother's sister's children. So her sisters through those first cousins, what you would call it in a European sense. It's even as far as second, third, fourth. In our mob, we say your yori or your meat, your flesh um, is given to you from your mother. So you are forged from the flesh, you're formed from your mother's flesh and you take your father's wagoi or your father's spirit. And I always find that interesting because in the, the modern sense, you know, we know about my mitochondrial DNA. So we know that from female to a child, from mother to child is past uh, that link. And similarly in our culture, you don't take the yori of the man, so the, the flesh. And waijung is really important because that flesh link is also something that speaks to how we've maintained ourselves. When women um, would sadly pass, you know, the, the destruction of culture, destruction of our midwifery practices, women were dying in childbirth, um, exposed to diseases from European settlers. And in this time, it was the Waijang, it was the mothers, it was the mothers' sisters that stood in and kept community together. And on a personal level, I know um, my great-grandmother, she passed away when my grandfather was born and her sister took all four, five of the children. She had about seven of her own. So there's already about 12 there. And then the other sister passed um, and she had four kids as well. So uh, Granny Lena, uh, my great-grandmother's sister, Lena Bostock. Um, if you all know Jerry Bostock and some of the other Bostock family who've been around, that's their granny line. But L Granny Lena, thanks to her, we stayed together, the McDermott's, the Bostocks, the Andrews. So that's the power of our Waijang. What I love about it too is, again, you can see in the formation of the word, you have uh, Wai, which is uh, the above, and Jung, which means very much. So Waijang, it means very much above. So in European culture, they say that the man is the head of the household. But for me, I see Waijang very much above that's the head of the household. My name's Sean Davies. I'm a Yugambeh linguist. And we say, Nyanyabu. May I see you again. Nyanyabu. Word Up. Bringing you the diverse languages of Black Australia. One word at a time.